God. I thank God. I thank the master. I thank the savior. I thank God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may have your seats. I'm going to um, uh, do a few things, preliminary things. And um, before we um, get into the message today, how many glad to be here today? Amen. To be in the house of the Lord one more time. Amen. I just want to recognize first, uh, there are a couple of visitors. I see the McClellans in the house. Um, I have, I don't want to mispronounce your first name. Carday. Carday McClellan. That's right. Okay. Amen. We want to welcome you. Hallelujah. I know you, uh, your, friend, your sister, your, your sister's with Ta uh, Tasha and, uh, and India, right? And, th and this is mother, right? Okay. All right. I know I, I recognize your faces and I know y'all probably been here before, but we just want to recognize you. Amen. Can we give a clap? Hallelujah for, for the McClellans, Dylan in the house. <laughs> Dylan in the house. We're so grateful that you came and not thought it was robbery to come here today to hear the word of the Lord and receive and worship with us. And we got my brother in the back. I know you've been here before a couple of times. We just want to give you a hand clap of praise for coming again. Amen. So glad to see your face, man. Keep coming. Keep coming. Hallelujah. Give yourselves a, a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the glorious remnant revival community. And also, we want to also recognize, we will not forget to recognize um, in their absence, our apostle Jeremiah Merritt. Hallelujah. And Pastor Tiffany Merritt. Can we just give them a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. For the angels of this house, for the spiritual parents of this house. Amen. Hallelujah. Who have, have, have really just sown into our lives the word of God wisdom and revelation that they labored for and they have given us meat amen can we all agree we don't get we don't get no milk here <laughs> we don't get no milk here we get the meat of the word amen and we're so grateful um i'm not gonna be before you long i don't think but i what i have to say and present um was given to me in prayer i believe in in in, in that what this is is more of an exaltation then it is something that, you know, preach or whatever that may be. If that comes, hallelujah. But I believe that this is more just an exhortation and just a look at um, of what we have in this house and, um, and what we have in heaven. Amen? Amen. And so there are a couple of scriptures we want to go to today. Hallelujah. And just um, begin to... Open up the word. I want to do a, a few scriptures. My main, my main uh, scripture is going to come from Ephesians um, 3 and 8. But we're going to start at verse 1. We're going to start at verse 1. So we can get that put up on the screen. Ephesians 3. And we're going to begin at verse 1. And then I have some other scriptures just as scripture reference to what we're going to talk about today. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank the master. I thank the savior. I thank God. Amen. And so we're going to begin to read this word. It says, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. Everybody got it? Everybody good? Verse 2. If ye have, if ye have heard the, of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me to you work, verse 3. How that by revelation, everybody say revelation, he made known the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, 
whereby when ye read, because he wrote this to, to, to them, Paul wrote this to them. He said, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Jesus Christ, of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it is now revealed, everybody say revealed, and to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Keep going. That the Gentiles should be fair heir, fellow heirs of the same body, partakers of the promise of Jesus Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of grace. Everybody say grace. The gift of grace of the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. And verse 8, unto me who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, say grace, that I should preach or that I, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Everybody say riches. Unsearchable riches of Christ. I have a few, few other scriptures I'm going to go over, but I'm going to pray and then we're going to get into that. Father, we thank you today, Lord God, for your word. Lord God, we thank you right now, Lord God, for the wisdom and revelation that has been given unto us, oh God. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that your spirit bears witness to this word today, that what I felt and what I received in prayer, Lord God, you will allow me to deliver this exhortation the way that it came to me. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that hearts are impacted and blessed by your word today, not by what I can say, but what your spirit says through me. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, let's go real quick to, this is just some preliminary stuff that I'm going to go into. The unsearchable riches. We're going to talk about treasure today. We're going to talk about riches and wealth today. Amen. Amen. And so I want to go first to Proverbs 13 and 11. Proverbs 13 and 11. Give you just a moment if you if you need to look that up. It says, it says wealth gotten by vanity. Everybody say wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. But he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Amen. Now let's go on to Proverbs. Proverbs 8 and 18. It says riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches, everybody say riches, and righteousness. It says riches and honor are with me, the Lord. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. Let's go on to Proverbs 10 and 22. It says the blessing of the Lord, y'all know this one, it maketh what? Let's say it again. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. We're talking about treasures today. We're talking about, we're not talking about earthly wealth. We're not talking about earthly riches, but we're talking about the riches of the kingdom today. Amen? That his treasure maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. All right, let's go on to I want to read uh, Psalms 112 and 3. And this verse says, it says wealth, everybody say wealth, and riches shall be his house <laughs> or in his house. Say wealth and riches shall be in whose house? His house. Where are we? Okay. All right. All right. And his righteousness endure forever. 
Okay? In his house. All right? Ephesians, this is the last one. Ephesians 1 and 18. It says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches, everybody say riches, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen? So what I want to talk about today is riches, wealth, his treasures. His treasures are in the church. His treasures are in the church. And so what I want to look at first is talking about treasures or searching for treasures in the natural. When somebody is searching for a treasure, it's usually done by way of exploration. Now, we, if we look in American history, there were a lot of people that even came to this country and sailed on boats and went to different places by way of exploration to find what? Riches, treasure, to find something that they never had before. A lot of times we search for riches in the natural because of personal ambition, things that we want to discover, things that we, that we want to find because we're curious. Somebody said that there's a treasure here and X marks the spot there. And because of our personal curiosity, we want to find that treasure. We want to have that treasure. Also in the natural, there are things that are treasures that are hidden. Man is looking for value. Man is looking for treasure. Man is looking for great riches. But these riches aren't always seen. They're sometimes hidden. All right? And so one of the scriptures going back to Ephesians 3 and 3, I want to look at the third verse. It says, how that by revelation, by divine revelation, he meaning God made known unto me, Paul, the mystery. Which in other ages or generations was not known until the, son, until the sons of men as it is now revealed. Everybody say now revealed. Unto who? Unto his holy apostles, his prophets. By way of the spirit. And so what was. Past, what past generations could not access. Could not find. By way of exploration. Or personal ambition. We now have access to. What they were looking for. Were of a natural means. What we have. Is of a spiritual means. What they were looking for. Was a natural treasure. Searching for something. Natural in the way of gold, in the way of silver, rubies, and different treasures. But what we have is of a spiritual treasure. And I'm going to get into what those things are as we go on in a little bit. So the world looks for worldly treasure. We, God's people, look for spiritual treasure. Okay? So what generations could not access, we now have access to. What past generations had no knowledge of or understanding of, we have it now by way of revelation. Everybody say revelation. Come on, come on. Because it said in past generations, the son of man didn't have it. They didn't know it or they couldn't get it as it is now revealed by revelation. Now, so 
we have been given revelation from our apostle and our first lady, elect lady, as they have been given grace from the Holy Spirit to give us, right? So over the course of weeks, over the course of months, remember this is an exhortation, over the, week, over the course of weeks, months, and years, we have received revelation about different things, about different treasures, about different uh, uh, riches of the kingdom, amen? One thing that I can point out here is that we learned about faith. Having faith isn't just we need, we need to have faith, but we need to have the right faith. That's something, we, we, a treasure we've learned by way of revelation. Not only that, by having faith, the faith we should have is like the faith of Abraham. Uh, he, when God spoke a word to Abraham, he believed, and it was accounted for him to be righteousness. Amen? All right, so we also learn about the law. We also learn about the law and righteousness. The law was not done away with as many people think it was. But it actually tells us what we are not to do, and it positions us for righteousness. The only way that we obtain that righteousness, though, is by Jesus Christ. Amen. Is that something we learn in this house? Okay. Let me, let, me, let me go here. Holiness. Holiness is a highway. Everybody say highway. Or it's a higher way, which is above the mountains. Amen. Hallelujah. That the, 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 the highway above the mountains is where the house of the Lord is established. We live our life where? Above the mountains, above the problems, above the issues of cares of this life. Hallelujah. That, that, that doesn't mean that the mountains aren't present. Amen? But it means that it's not on our level. That's something we've learned, right? That's a treasure we've learned here. A spiritual treasure. Hallelujah. We're going to go a little bit deeper. And so those are just a few teachings that we have received in this house. But here's the point I want to make. Out of all that we've been given, how are we treating what's been given to us? Out of all the revelation, weeks, months, and years, how are we treating those weeks of revelation, those months of revelation, and those years of revelation? How we treat revelation given to us is a direct reflection of how we perceive what's been given. Everybody say perceive. What does the word look like to you? How are you perceiving it? How are you treating it? Better yet, what does the kingdom look like to you? <laughs> what does the kingdom look like to you? I believe Matthew 13 can help, help us understand what the kingdom should look like to us. Amen? Matthew 13 and 44 says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure. Everybody say treasure. That is hid in a field. Amen? The, the which when a man hath found, he hideth for the joy thereof go, goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Amen? So the kingdom, I want you to understand today, isn't something that we should treat like a natural treasure, but the kingdom is a spiritual treasure. Everybody say spiritual treasure. 
And the revelation that we've received in this house isn't a natural treasure, but it's a spiritual treasure. Everybody say spiritual treasure. Let me help you understand something else. Truth that we get in this house, that's also a treasure. It's a spiritual treasure. Righteousness that we receive in this house is a treasure that's a spiritual treasure and not a natural treasure. Holiness that we get in this house, hallelujah, is a spiritual treasure and it's not a natural treasure. The Holy Spirit itself is treasure. It's spiritual treasure and not a natural treasure. Amen? It's not something we're going to find by expiration matter of fact he said it's unsearchable it's nothing we have to search for man wants to search for treasure but God gave us treasure hallelujah the strength you have in your body right now that's spiritual treasure mm, my God not natural treasure the peace you have in you right now that surpasses all of your understanding that's spiritual treasure and it's not natural treasure your health and your well-being is a spiritual treasure, not a natural treasure. Jesus goes on in verse 45 and says this. It says again, speaking of the treasure that we have, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man who is seeking Godly pearls. Amen. Who when he found one great pearl. Everybody say one. One Lord. When he found that one Lord. That one faith. That one baptism. When he found one Jesus. When he found oneness. That great pearl of great price. He went and he sold all that he had. And he brought it. <laughs> Jesus even prayed about one. Hallelujah. He said I pray that ye all be one in him that oneness is the one pearl of great price to have oneness is a one pearl of great price to have christ is one pearl of great price come on y'all don't y'all are not hearing me <laughs> y'all hear me hello <laughs> hallelujah and so he went and he sell and he sold everything that he had and he brought it now i want to i want to take an example here and I know a lot of you probably experienced this example. And so now, how many of us have had a moment in our life or two, right, that you're just going about your day, you're not doing anything, you know, out of the norm, hallelujah, and you're going about your day and you happen to look down and you found a little treasure. <laughs> Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about, a little treasure dollar bill. Come on, you going about your day. Oh, somebody dropped some money. <laughs> you found you a little treasure, right? That's a little treasure that we found. I know you have. Don't act like you ain't never found no money on the ground. <laughs> but in that moment, we realized two things. Amen? One, that I just found something of value to me. Hmm? That dollar bill or whatever that was, I just found something of value to me. And apparently no one else saw it. At that moment. But now that I have it in my possession, I can put it to use in my life. <laughs> I can put it to use in my life. Amen. That treasure dollar bill that I found, I can put it to use 
going to put it right there in my life. Amen? And so I found a treasure and oh for the joy of finding that treasure and oh for the joy of getting that treasure and oh for the joy of receiving that treasure. I'm not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. Because I found a treasure. Dollar bill. That's in the natural. But there's a spiritual connotation to it. The second thing, well, let me point this out. Isn't that just like how we hear the word? Isn't that just how we when, we, when we hear the word of God, we find that treasure and we're excited. Oh, for the joy. I got me a treasure. I got a revelation. I got God's word. But the second part plays into what I asked you earlier. How are we treating it? How are we treating it? See, the first, the first thing I realized is I found a treasure and I'm not letting it go. But the second thing we should realize is that someone lost their treasure. Hmm. Someone lost their value. <laughs> someone lost the revelation that was given to them. They received it or they had it in their possession. They had that word in their possession. They had that heavenly treasure in their possession but was not careful with it. And therefore, they lost it. Therefore, they lost it. There's an old saying, another man's trash is another man's treasure. But I'll say this, and I need you to say this with me so that in this house we will we'll understand this. Make sure that the treasure we receive don't end up as trash. Let me say that again. Make sure that the treasure we receive in this house won't end up as trash. See, I'm trying to help someone today understand that the word, the word and the wisdom and the revelation that we receive in this house is treasure and is not trash. It's treasure and is not trash. There's another saying in the word, in the world, excuse me. There's another saying in the world. It says, finders keepers, losers weepers. <laughs> finders keepers, losers weepers. I need you to look deeper than what I'm saying on the, on the outside. So in Christ, we find redemption. Finders keepers. Losers, weepers. In Christ, we find healing. Keep it. Because finders, keepers, losers, weepers. In Christ, we find what? Joy. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Find it and keep it. Or lose it and end up weeping. <laughs> In Christ, find hope. You find hope. Keep it. Because finders, keepers, losers, weepers. In Christ, you find faith. I'm commanding you today to keep your faith. Because finders, keepers, but losers, weepers. In Christ, you find empowerment. The word of God empowers you. The spirit of God empowers you. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. 
Now, what am I referring to when I'm saying finders keepers? When you find that treasure, that spiritual treasure, by way of revelation, by way of the kingdom being exposed to you, I, you must keep what you have. Like I did in the example, what I find, I am not letting it go. When I get a revelation from the, from the Lord, I found it and I'm not letting it go. When I get a word from the Lord through whether it comes through an apostle, uh, uh, the first lady of this house or someone that's speaking the word, I got a treasure and I'm not letting it go. When the power of the Lord hits my heart and the spirit of the Lord overtakes me, I got a treasure and I'm not letting it go. Because losers in the end, if you let it go, there shall be weeping. They shall be weeping and gnashing teeth. Ultimately, your end, <laughs> if you let this thing go, if you don't stay inside of this treasure or receive that treasure, if you lose it, there's weeping for you in the end. Amen? Finders keep, Say finders keepers. Losers weepers. All right, so we're going to move, we're going to kind of shift a little bit and talk about Paul. Amen. Paul in chapter 3 of Ephesians, verse 7 and 8. I want to look at it in the, in the um, TPT version, in the Passion Translation version, if that's all right. Verse 7 and verse 8. It says, I have been made a messenger of this wonderful news by the gift of grace, everybody say gift of grace, that works through me, even though I am the least significant of all his holy believers. This grace was imparted when the manifestation of his power came into me. And I want to look at that part just there. This grace gift was imparted, everybody say imparted. This grace gift was imparted, everybody say imparted, when the manifestation of his power came upon me. And so Paul didn't become a minister or a messenger because he wanted to become one. Matter of fact, let's check his story. Paul's story, it was, his name wasn't even Paul to begin with. His name was actually Saul, the persecutor of Christians. Let's go real quick. To Acts 9 and 1 in the NIV. I'm shifting gears just a minute, but for it's for a point. It says, meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and he asked for the letters to the synagogues of Damascus so that if he found anyone there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly, everybody says suddenly, a light from heaven flashed all around him. He fell to the ground and he heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Let me stop right there. And so let's look at verse 3. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly, everybody say suddenly, 
a light showed up from heaven and flashed around him. What showed up to him was grace. We just wrote, we just read about, I need you to follow me in Ephesians. He talked about the grace gift, right? Okay, grace, I'm, I'm here to let you know that the light that was shining from heaven was grace showing up in his life. The light that was shining from heaven was Jesus showing up in his life. Everybody know grace is, Jesus is grace, right? Grace is Jesus, Jesus is grace. He is grace, amen? So the light that flashed from heaven showed up in his life. Everybody say grace showed up. Say it again. Grace showed up. So Paul, who was named Saul, was a murderer. Paul, who was named Saul, was insisted on destroying the name of Jesus and everyone who stood for Jesus. Needless to say, Saul was living a life that was not pleasing to God. Can we agree? Now, come on. Now, I know it, 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 that, it, that it sounds like Paul was very bad, but if we can look back at a point in our life where we've lived, where the choices we live and the life we live and the acts we committed, it did not please God, but grace showed up. Hallelujah. I need you to think back to the times, hallelujah, when you lived a certain way. I need you to think back to the times when some of the choices that you made didn't please God. Some of the acts that we committed was not pleasing unto the Father, but I believe that whatever was a point in your life, grace showed up. I'm going to say grace showed up in my life. Grace showed up in my life as a flashing light from heaven. Grace showed up in my life when I was on the road of destruction. Grace showed up in my life when I was all in all manner of sin. But grace showed up. It's a flashing light. It says Saul fell down and immediately he heard a voice. I need to make a point here. Ephesians 3, 7, and 8 says grace was imparted. Say grace was imparted. When the manifestation of his power came to me, the point I want to make to, to right here is we get grace by impartation. I'm going to say that again. We get grace. By impartation. What happened to Saul, Saul on the road to Damascus when the light shined and it flashed from heaven was an impartation. Come on, somebody. It was an impartation of grace. It was an impartation of the grace gift. It was imparted when the manifestation of his power came to me on the road to Damascus. Grace gift was imparted. When you was on your road of Damascus. And the grace was given when his manifest power came to you. So the point I'm making here, we get grace. Somebody say, we get grace by impartation. We get grace by impartation. One more time. We get grace by impartation. And guess what? That's treasure. That's spiritual treasure. Every time I hear the word, I get grace to stay lit. That's treasure. 
Every time I hear the voice of the Lord, as Saul heard the voice of the Lord, as the light flashed from heaven, he heard a voice, and I get grace in that moment. I get a grace gift to stay lit, and that's treasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time I follow the instructions of God, I get grace to stay lit, and that's treasure. Every time I praise him, and Jesus gets in my praise, I receive grace to stay lit, and that's treasure. <laughs> and that's treasure. When I find the kingdom, I find treasure. Come on, I need somebody to say that. When I find the kingdom, I find treasure. Hallelujah. When I find the kingdom, I find treasure. And I say, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord in this place today. I find treasure. Men search for treasure. We get grace to get the treasure. <laughs> it's imparted to me. The treasure of heaven. Hallelujah. Let me go to real quick Matthew 6. I know it seems like I'm jumping around a little bit. But come on, follow me here. And you can bring those and just set that up there. I'm not going to be much longer with you. Say, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. What I found, what I found, y'all going to say that with me? What I found, I'm going to keep. What I found, I'm going to keep. Hallelujah. Let me reiterate this real quick and I'm going to move. The kingdom is treasure. Spiritual treasure. Huh? Is it not? Revelation that we receive is spiritual treasure. The truth that we live out of is spiritual treasure. The strength that you have today is spiritual treasure. The peace on your life right now is spiritual treasure. And the health and well-being that you have is spiritual treasure. When you find it, keep it. When you find it, keep it. All right, so Matthew 6 and 19 in the TPT, I need you to help me here today, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It says, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earth, earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. It says, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves hallelujah but i thank god that the treasure that we have can't be stolen by thieves hallelujah but hold on now it says the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy yes but more importantly the bible says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and so the treasure that i have is greater hallelujah in me than he that is in the world so the treasure i have can't be stolen this spiritual treasure and revelation and wisdom that we've received the truth of the kingdom the truth of God the truth of who we really are can't be stolen because the enemy the truth be told the enemy can't steal spiritual treasures he can only steal earthly treasures <laughs> he can only steal earthly treasures so the, there's a greater treasure in me. Say that. There's a greater treasure in me that can't be stolen. 
There's a greater treasure in me that can't die. There's a greater treasure in me that can't be destroyed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. And so the only treasure, again, that the enemy can affect is your earthly treasures. Hallelujah. So if you are in search of earthly treasures, if your life is full of ambition that you're seeking earthly treasures only, it can be stolen by the enemy. But if you're seeking today to have the treasures of heaven, to have the treasures of the kingdom, to have the treasures of the spirit, to have faith as your treasure, to have joy as your treasure, to have peace as your treasure, to have love as your treasure, it can't be stolen. Material wealth will eventually rust. It will eventually decay and lose its value. But glory to God, I'm not living to be fulfilled by that. How many of you are not living to be fulfilled by that? Huh? We're not living to be fulfilled for what rusts away. We're not living to be fulfilled for what can decay. We're not living to be fulfilled for by what will eventually lose its value. I can gain this whole world but end up losing it in the end, my soul. But I'm not for that. I'm not living to be fulfilled by that. Instead, I'm stockpiling heaven's treasure for myself. Hallelujah. I believe it says that there. Instead, stop pile heavenly treasures for yourself stop pile heavenly treasures for yourself stop pile heavenly treasures for yourself okay I see joy hallelujah right here I'm gonna put it in my stockpile today hallelujah I see hallelujah peace uh, that surpasses all of my understanding I'm gonna stockpile it today Hallelujah. I see wisdom and revelation that's been given to me. I'm going to stockpile that thing today. Hallelujah. What do I have over here? I have praise. Oh, yeah, praise. I need you in this stockpile. Come on and get in here. Oh, what do I have over here? I have power over the enemy. Oh, I'm going to stockpile that. I need that in my bag. I need that in my life. What do I have here? The Holy Spirit. Let me stockpile that heavenly treasure for myself. Because when I stockpile heavenly treasures uh, this can't be stolen uh, this can't rust uh, this can't decay uh, this will never lose me its value stockpile heavenly treasures today I dare you to begin to open up your mouth and release a praise uh, that stockpiles Trevor heavenly praise uh, for your life uh, I believe God today hallelujah wants us to stockpile Hallelujah. I believe God today wants us to stop, pal. Hallelujah. God wants us to stop, pal. God wants us to stop, pal. Finders keepers. Finders keepers. Finders keepers. That's it. I'm not going to lose this. I'm not going to lose my joy. Finders keepers. If I found it, I'm going to keep it. If I have it, I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to let it slip away. I'm not going to let this bread from heaven be taken away by the dogs. I'm not going to let this bread from heaven. When he called us to the table, when he called the servants to the feast, they didn't want to come because they had other 
things in mind. They were in search of the heaven, the earthly treasures. I just had a, a marriage. I just got some new oxen. I got some other stuff that's of an earthly nature that I need to tend to. But Jesus said, well, never mind. Find this keepers, losers, weepers. If you don't want what I got, go out here into the hedges and the highways. Go out and tell them to come that what I stop out it's already ready for him. It's already ready for him. All of this heavenly treasure, I have it ready for you. Come and get it. Come and keep it. Finders, keepers. Losers, weepers. Finders, keepers. Losers, weepers. I think today, this exhortation simply for you to understand and for me to understand. We need to grab up some heavenly treasures for your heart will always pursue what you value as treasure. For your heart will pursue, will always pursue what you value as treasure. How do you treat this? How do you treat the revelation? that we receive how do you treat it are you in search hallelujah like the the drug dealer who's in search of making money by selling drugs but i say no 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 come over here come over here to where there's more come over here to where what you're looking for won't rust what you looking what my God, what you're looking for, if you come over here, it won't decay. What you're looking for through selling those drugs, uh, you won't lose in the end. Uh, you won't weep in the end. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, come here, you stripper. Uh, don't you shake another tail uh, for that money, uh, for that earthly treasure. Uh, there's a treasure uh, I have over here uh, that's waiting for you. Uh, there's a treasure over here uh, called earthly treasures uh, that you don't have to search for, uh, that you don't have to work for it's grace given it's grace given it's grace given it's grace given Come on, sinner. You don't have to look for that. You don't have to look for sin to fill your life for the earthly treasures of sowing your royal oats and being in your, your lust. Come on over here where there's treasure that will not fade, that will not decay, that will not rust. And you will never lose it. Come here, rapper. Don't sign that contract away. Don't sign your life away for that earthly treasure. Don't sign your life away. Come and bring that praise over here. Come and bring that praise. It's already ready to the place where heavenly treasures are. Because in the end, you're going to lose something. In the end, you're going to lose your life. You're going to sell your life away for some earthly treasures. For selfish and, perp and personal ambition. But his treasures are in the church. I had to put a topic to that. His treasures are in the church. Keep stockpiling it. Keep building it up. Keep bringing more, hallelujah, into the house of the Lord. Stockpile up the heavenly treasures uh, for yourselves uh, that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose its value. Amen? Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. 
Hallelujah. And that's what I have for today. Just an exhortation today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Earthly treasure versus spiritual treasure. We don't live for earthly treasure. We live for spiritual treasure. Amen. Hallelujah. And so that's what we're pursuing. It says, go to that next verse. I think it's on there. 21. It says, this is the last part. It says, for your heart will always pursue what you value as treasure. Your heart going to pursue. If you want earthly value, if you want earthly treasure, if you want money, your heart going to pursue it. But if you want God, if God be God, then serve him. But if, he's, if Baal is God, serve him. If mammon is God, serve him. And we know who God is. And so your heart will pursue him who is God. Amen. Can we clap our hands and bless the name of the Lord? Amen. The heavenly treasures in earthen vessels. The treasure is in the church. Amen. Not this building. I'm talking about you. The treasure is in the church. <clears throat> the treasure is in the church. Who's the church? You are, and we are. <laughs> so the treasures in the church. Stockpile the treasures today. Keep stockpiling. Don't leave this place and leave out of this building and go down the street a day or uh, even today or tomorrow or a few days down the week and happen to lose your treasure. Don't throw it away. Don't treat the revelation that we get from the word of God from the apostle who's labored through the word of God, from, from the word of God itself, take it and just throw it away. But I'm admonishing you today to stockpile. Everybody say stockpile. The heavenly treasure. Amen. We bless the Lord today. Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands for the word of God? Hallelujah. I believe that's what the Lord had given me to say and that's it today. Hallelujah. I just admonish you and exhort you today to continue to stockpile heaven's treasures. Hallelujah. If joy, see, some people don't think joy is a treasure, but it's a treasure. Some people don't think peace is a treasure, but it's a treasure. It's a treasure to have peace every day. It's a treasure to have love every day, to love every day, to be able to love your enemies every day. That's a treasure. <laughs> and to love, of course, we're supposed to love your neighbors, but your enemies too. These are heavenly treasures. We don't have to search for them. God gives it, gives it by way of impartation. So even also, I admonish you not to take impartation lightly. But with the impartation that we receive from, from God through the man, servant, woman, servant, whoever is teaching it or preaching it, be profitable with it. Be profitable with it. Let's not be like the unprofitable servant who took the talent, the one talent that he hid, and, I mean that he had, and he hid it. But others, they took their talents and they multiplied it. Let's take it and stockpile it. Let's take it and multiply it. Amen? So that the treasures that we find, somebody else will be able to look at the treasures we found and they'll, they'll want that treasure. They'll want that heavenly treasure. Ultimately, the greatest treasure is Jesus in us. That's the greatest treasure. And ultimately, that's what Jesus wants so that men will believe that God sent him as the greatest treasure for humanity. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm done, y'all. 
I'm done right there. I'm just talking and what was on my heart. But let's bless the Lord again. Can we stand to our feet? Hallelujah. And just bless the Lord. Hallelujah. One more time for the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I thank God today. Hallelujah. That he gave us this word. Hallelujah. Treasures. Earthen, there's treasures and earthen vessels. There's heavenly treasures that we have access to. That in times past and in generations past, they did not know. But it's been revealed to us now. Hallelujah. By the apostles and the prophets. Hallelujah. By what's been set forth in this house. And we thank you right now, Lord God, for the wisdom and revelation that we receive, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.